Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. This is episode 98. It is December 5th. We are finally in the like home stretch of 2022. I don't know how you have felt about 2022. If it has felt like an accelerated year for you, an exciting year for you. Maybe it's felt like a slow year for you. Maybe you have felt like you've just been crawling through 2022. Whatever it is, we're in the last month, okay? And if you're in the online coaching space, you're probably in your final weeks or or feeling a little bit extra of a push to hit your year-end goals, um, really wanting to end the year strong. And a lot of that comes from sales. Okay. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. If you are struggling to close sales, there are three mistakes that you might be making. There are more possible mistakes that a person could be making, but today we're really going to dial in on three possible mistakes that a person, a coach, an entrepreneur might be making if they are getting on sales call after sales call and hearing no after no. And um, friend, again, I know we're getting to the end, ending part of the year. You're in your last few weeks of the year to close your last sales of 2022. So this is a perfect time for us to reflect on our sales process and plug any holes in the bucket, if you will. Really make sure that your process is airtight or watertight and as is as strong and sharp as possible so that you can go into 2023 prepared, ready, and excited to hit a new level in your online coaching business. So without further ado, let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right. So like I said, in the preview section of this episode, today is geared towards the coach who is getting on sales call after sales call. And every single time it feels like you're hearing no, no, I'm not going to invest that. No, it's not the right time. Uh, I don't have the uh, finances to invest it for whatever reason, whatever the, the reason is, whatever the objection is from your potential clients, you keep hearing no. Now, if you're not getting on sales calls because you don't have enough people who are interested, then you don't have a sales problem. You have a lead generation problem. Okay. So if you aren't getting enough leads each week to get on at least one, at least one sales call a week, 
then you need to go listen to episode 96, where we talk about the best way to generate leads on Instagram without relying on the algorithm. Okay. It is possible to have a lead generation problem and a sales problem, but it, and honestly, it, I mean, it's not good to have, either one is not a good problem to have. Like, like you have to generate leads in order to have a profitable business and you have to have a good sales process in order to have a profitable business. It is possible though, for somebody to have lots of leads and no sales or not that very many leads, but the leads that they do have, they convert very, very well. The, the worst case scenario would be to have both a lead generation problem and a sales problem. Okay. Now I don't mean that in a way to scare you. Okay. Let's not, let's not make this like catastrophe, catastrophe, catastrophic. Okay. Um, it's not the end of the world. If you feel like you have also a lead generation problem and a sales problem, I promise you there's a solution to both, but today's episode specifically is for the coach who does not have the lead generation problem. They have leads coming out of their ears. They have leads coming to them every single week, but for whatever reason, the sale isn't closing. Okay. Episode 96 is for the coach who has a lead generation problem. They're not even having people show up to the party. They're not even having people interested to get on a sales call. Okay. Those are two very, 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 very separate problems. So before I go into the nitty gritty of today's episode and dive into the three mistakes that you might be making if you're not closing sales, I want to say this, okay? It is normal to hear no. It's very normal. I, well, let's normalize no, okay? Every coach in the online space, every coach from the person who is just starting to the person who has been in the coaching space for decades and has a million followers, every coach Here's no, even the best sales experts in the world hear no, it's not bad to hear no. Sometimes it is a blessing from the Lord that he is closing certain doors and opening other doors. Okay. The Lord knows who needs to be in your program and who, and who shouldn't be in your program. We cannot control our potential client's decision on whether or not they're going to say yes and invest or no and not jump into our program. What we can do, what is within our control is to sharpen our sales skills and make sure that our sales strategy is airtight so we can minimize the number of times that we're getting on a sales call and we're hearing no, and we can increase our sales conversion rate. Okay. So I want to start off the episode by saying, please do not feel like there is something wrong with you if you are hearing the occasional no. Okay. Every coach hears no. I hear no. And I'm a sales expert in the coaching space. Okay. I hear no all the time. You will pitch way more often than you hear yes. Okay. If you pitch 10 times and four of the 10 people are saying yes and jumping in, I would consider that a pretty good sales conversion rate. Now, ideally we want like 10 out of 10 of the people to say yes when you're pitching. Okay. But if you are four and above, you are very, very good. There still may be opportunities to plug holes in the bucket and sharpen your sales skills. Okay. So please, please don't go idle on me. Please don't think that you don't have anything to improve on, but if you're getting on 10 calls and at least four or more of the people are saying yes, you're in a good spot. If four or, or excuse me, if three or less are saying Yes. Okay. Stay with me. Sorry. I know I'm, I'm, I'm rhyming. I'm saying a lot of numbers and words here. 
if you're getting on 10 calls and in three or less are saying yes, we have some opportunities to grow. Okay. So three mistakes you might be making. Okay. Number one, your sales process may need a makeover. So the traditional way of selling in the coaching space, specifically for high ticket one-on-one coaching, because that's really my area of expertise is teaching other coaches how to get consistent high ticket one-on-one coaching clients, which by the way, I believe that every single coach in the coaching space should start with one-on-one. If you are new to the coaching space, please do not, please do not do a membership. Please do not do a group program. Okay. Get some one-on-one clients under your belt. I have a whole nother episode about the six reasons or six or more reasons why a person should start off with high ticket one-on-one coaching. Um, We won't go into that right now, but please start off with high ticket one-on-one. Okay. Start there and then grow. The traditional way of selling high ticket one-on-one coaching used to look like, and, and sometimes still does, a person or a coach having an, a link to an application in their bio. They direct their ideal client or their audience to go click the link in their bio, which rarely happens, by the way. People, people are not super often clicking the link in your bio. And then filling out the application and then getting on a 45-minute sales call where, where it's possible that you and this person have never even talked before, but now they're getting on a 45-minute sales call with you. And we're trying to close a really high ticket sale within 45 minutes with somebody that we may have not even known before. They could be a complete stranger. And some coaches are even having their potential clients, like making them make a decision by the end of the call or within 24 hours. I mean, that's how I was taught. That is how I was taught how to do sales. And that felt really weird to me. It felt really icky to me, but I didn't know any better to like, know like what to do about that. I didn't know how to change that. Thank you, Lord, for divine Holy Spirit wisdom and putting people in my life to help me navigate that and be able to, to, um, work through a better sales strategy, but essentially the traditional application followed by a 45 minute sales call where you're asking the person to make a very big decision about something that is very thousands of dollars within 45 minutes. That is the definition of rushed. That's a definition of pushy, icky, sleazy, and salesy. I don't love using the term salesy because I think it's like calling water wet. Like, of course, water is going to be wet. Of course, sales are going to be salesy. I think we have to reframe our our mindset around what sales actually means, but I digress. Um, I, I, I don't like this traditional way of selling, okay? Again, like I said, it's pushed, it's, it's rushed. And honestly, use, most of the time, Um, when coaches are using this framework of application plus a 45 minute sales call, they're usually audibly telling their potential client about the program with no visuals. Okay. So for example, it usually looks like you and another person on zoom and you're looking at each other face to face and there's no like diagram. There's no presentation. There's nothing for them to read. There's nothing for them to look at. And And you're asking them to just rely on the words that you're saying and to remember everything without any visuals. Here's the thing you need to understand. Most people on the planet are not audible learners. Okay. I'm not saying that people can't learn audibly because the podcast industry is just booming and all of, all of the podcast industry is audible learning. What I am saying is that studies show that people retain information better when they visibly see it. In other words, You have the most opportunity for clarity when you show your potential client what your program is all about, instead of just telling them what it is all about. So if you do not have some sort of 
sales presentation that you are demonstrating and showing people on your sales calls, that's just like a little, I wasn't even planning to talk about that today. That's just like a little side note. That may also be why you're not closing sales, which by the way, inside of High Ticket Powerhouse, I teach you how to create a sales presentation that is proven to close high ticket sales, okay? I won't go down that, that bunny trail too much, but little side note, if, you, if you're just t- asking people to rely and you're just telling people about your program, I promise you there are details that are getting lost in translation. There is more opportunity for confusion when you are just telling people rather than showing them. And you need to know that a confused audience is not a buying audience, especially with high ticket, especially, okay? So inside of High Ticket Powerhouse, which by the way is my group coaching program that is kickstarting in January, 2023, where I'm teaching coaches how to increase their income and how to get consistent high ticket coaching clients without launching. Inside that program, I am teaching two, not just one, I'm teaching two sales strategies that are specifically designed for high ticket sales. Here's the thing about coaches right here, right now, 2022. Most coaches only have one sales tool in their tool belt and it's launching. I'm not saying that launching can't work. I have a whole rant about that somewhere else on this podcast. I'm not saying that launching can't work. What I'm saying is that launching used to work super, super well back in the day and we are seeing evidence of a decline in the effectiveness of launching in the online space. And it is causing coaches to panic because they were only taught one way how to sell and that was launching. So if their launches are not producing the same results that they were, it is sending many coaches into a panic. Okay. My goal is to give you multiple tools in your tool belt for how to sell your coaching programs. You should have many different ways that you are very competent in, in knowing how to get, get, get excuse me, little words, how to get consistent clients in a variety of ways. Sales should only be one egg in your basket. If that is the only sales strategy that you know, you are setting yourself up for inconsistent months. You're setting yourself up for frustrated months because you can't, you don't know how your launch is going to turn out. You can try and predict it. But when, when coaches see a really like, like a roller coaster in their sales of like, oh, we made $10,000 in January. And then like, you, you don't make anything in February. You make nothing in March. You make nothing in April until your next launch. That is the result of what happens when you only have one egg in your sales basket and it's launching. Okay. I, again, launching isn't bad, but you need to have more tools in your tool belt. If you are using the same sales strategy to tell you to, sorry, you guys, here's the thing about me. And I'm not going to edit this part out. My brain goes at about 90 miles an hour at all times. However, my mouth can only speak at about 45 miles an hour. So I will quite literally be saying a sentence and my mouth will not be moving fast enough to where my brain wants it to. And so in a sentence, I will literally skip over words in a sentence and move on to the next word and in an effort to get my mouth to, to go the same speed of which my brain is. Okay. I'm working on it. I I've seen like brain ex like a brain expert. Like uh, that is a podcast episode coming to you in January brain health. Um, that has helped me in my online coaching business. Anyway, <laughs> let me start this sentence again. If you are using the same sales strategy to sell your $200 course, as you are for your $2,000 offer, you're missing it. 
Your potential clients go through a completely different thought process to buy your low ticket offer than they do for your high ticket offer. This is exactly why people do not have to go through this incredibly long process to buy a pack of gum at the grocery store. Okay. If I want to buy a pack of gum at the grocery store, I'm going to spend $5 probably. Thank you. Inflation. Um, remember the days when like gum was like $2 or less. I digress. I'm going to spend like 15 seconds or less making my decision on, am I going to buy this pack of gum for five bucks or not? If I'm going to go buy a house for several hundred thousand dollars, I am going to think about that way more. I have way more questions. I have way more people that I need to consult. It is a much different process when I go spend thousands of dollars than when I go buy a pack of gum. It is the same concept in the coaching space. Your clients are going through a different process when they're considering to buy your $200 course rather than your $2,000 or $8,000 or $10,000 coaching offer. Okay. So if you want to learn specific sales strategies for high ticket sales, then click the link down in the show notes, watch my free training. My free training is called high ticket sales code, and you will learn all the details for high ticket powerhouse. High ticket powerhouse is the group coaching program. My free training is called high ticket sales code. And go down the show notes, click the link, watch the training. So that was number one. If you're finding that you're getting on sales call after sales call and they are not closing, your sales process may need a makeover. And that is exactly the main focus of High Ticket Powerhouse that is kickstarting in January 2023. Come join us, okay? Results are guaranteed. Number two, if you are not closing the sales that you're wanting to close, you have the leads, but the sales aren't there, you may be approaching your sales call with the wrong mindset which I promise you, your potential client can feel. Now, mindset is one of those challenging things because we can't see mindset. I can see a sales strategy. I I can visually see it. I I can see it on my Google Drive. I can see it in a Google document. I can see it in a sales presentation. I can't see mindset. I can't hold it in my hands. However, you and your potential client that you're trying to sell to and pitch to, they can feel it. So this can look like uh, preparing yourself to hear a no before you ever even get on the sales call, like shutting yourself, like, like you are projecting that they are going to say no before you ever get on the sales call. You shut it down before you ever even get on zoom. It can look like that. Oftentimes it does. Another, um, way that this can look having the wrong mindset showing up to a sales call is when you are on the sales call, if you're speaking in a really high and soft tone, just like that. Did you hear that tone? It, it, it completely throws a different mindset into play than if you were to speak differently. For example, I intentionally drop my tone on sales calls. Ladies, I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I love our higher voices. I think that there's so much purpose in women, God giving us higher registers in our voice. I think that that is incredible. And I think there's so much intentionality and purpose there. When you are selling, however, I challenge you to drop your tone slightly. Why? High tones and really soft tones communicate passiveness, insecurity, and doubt on a sales call. I'm not saying that that communicates passiveness, insecurity, and doubt in other areas of your life. 
Okay. Like I said, there is purpose and intentionality behind a high and soft voice. But when you are in a sales call, if you are speaking in really high and soft tones, you are communicating passiveness, insecurity, and doubt to your potential client. All three of which are bad when you're trying to sell something for several thousand dollars. Your potential client is nervous. When they see $5,000 on the screen, which by the way, they should be seeing it. They should not be just hearing it. You should be having a page that says the price of your program. They are nervous. What is going to make them more nervous and what is going to make them not jump into your program is if they can tell that you're nervous. Because if I'm going to buy something for $5,000, I better be dang sure that the person that I'm buying it from is confident and secure in the service that they're about to provide me. When Lucas and I invested in our adoption agency, we had a phone call with them and they were very cool, calm, and collected on that call. And it made us feel comfortable, maybe not comfortable. Comfortable is not the right word because anytime that you lay down a large amount of money for anything, it's uncomfortable, but it made us feel more secure because the way that they were portraying and communicating to us about their agency made us feel calm, more calm and more secure. If they were communicating to us in a really like doubtful or insecure way, we would have not gone with that particular agency. Okay. So that is another thing. If you're speaking in a really high and soft tone, and usually this is coming from a place of like us being nervous. Like if you are nervous and your mindset is not rock solid, then the result of that can show up in a really high and soft tone, which can communicate doubt. Okay. So I intentionally drop my tone on sales calls and at the tail end of almost every single sentence I say, it trails down. I do not ever let anything trail up on a sales call. The last thing that this can look like having the wrong mindset when you're showing up on a sales call is verbally stumbling over your price. Okay. I used to do this all the time when I was in the fitness coaching space, I would feel so rock solid, so rock solid explaining my entire pitch. And then when it came to the price every single time, I just started like word vomiting over myself. I would like literally, if my words were like feet, I would stumble and trip over myself. I'd be like, this is 997. Like I was just, I was just a hot mess <laughs> when I would say the price of my program. Okay. So I'm sharing this because I want you to know that I've been there and this is something that you can work on and sharpen and get better at. If you're verbally stumbling over the price point of your program, that's a problem. This is the point in which you need to be expressing the most confidence in your sales pitch. So something I'm super, super excited about because all of these things that I just explained to you, every single one of those scenarios, it tie, it ties back to confidence and your mindset. If your mindset is off, then these are going to be like the, the results of a mindset being off. If your mindset is solid, and it is on point, then you are more nat- you will more naturally close more sales because you will be speaking in a more confident tone. You will not verbally stumble over the price point of your program. You will not project um, this person saying no to you and shut it down before you even get on the sales call. Okay, so it starts with mindset. And something I'm really excited about with High Ticket Powerhouse is we have a guest coach expert coming into the program to do some deep mindset work with the coaches in this container. Her name is Betsy. She is going to be on the show very, very, very soon. I'm excited for you guys to meet her. And she's an expert 
in neuroscience and teaching entrepreneurs how to actually rewire their thought patterns so that they can stop self-sabotaging themselves in their sales and in their business. Y'all, I am telling you, this program is unlike anything you've seen ever before. It's called High Ticket Powerhouse. Click the link in the show notes. And by the way, there's a guarantee. One thing that I was learning during the market research process for this program is I had um, some, some, some people express to me that like they get really nervous investing in programs because they've invested in a program in the past and it was just like smoke and mirrors. Like it looked really great from the sidewalk. And then when they got in inside the program, uh, it was nothing like they expected and they were very disappointed. That is why this program has a guarantee. The guarantee, just so you guys know, doesn't really do anything for me. It, it is a clearly a protection mechanism for my clients who are investing and it proves that I am putting my own skin in the game. If you win, I win. If you lose, I lose. Coaches who are putting out programs and not putting guarantees on their program are essentially saying, hey, hope you get results. And if you don't, I'm still washing my hands of this. Like, like I, like, like people are guaranteeing that we're going to get paid, but we're not going to guarantee them a result if they actually do the work. Mind boggling to me. So there's a guarantee on this program. Come join us. Click the show notes. Click the link in the show notes. It's the only link in the show notes right now, by the way. I'm only having one link in the show notes right now. It's the only link down in there. Watch the free training. You can learn all about it. Lastly, number three, if you are getting on sales calls and sales call after sales call, you are hearing no. The last mistake that you might be making is you may not have a rock solid follow-up strategy. If your potential client does not have an answer for you on the call, which by the way, most people won't, especially if you are doing high ticket sales, most people will not have an answer for you on the call, especially if they're married. Lucas and I do not make financial decisions without consulting the other person. And coaches, if you are making your potential client make a final decision right here, right now on the call without getting, giving them an opportunity to consult with their spouse. I think that is the definition of icky. And I remember previous coaches that, that like, oh man, many of them weren't married by the way. So I think many of them just didn't get it, but they taught me to like essentially verbally kind of manipulate the situation in order to make somebody give me an answer on the call, even if their spouse like hadn't been consulted yet. That's so icky. Like, like let's stop doing that. Okay. So if your potential client doesn't have an answer for you on the call, which by the way, most of them won't, especially with high ticket sales, you need to have a very strategic follow-up saying, yeah, let me know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Talk to your husband. Let me know. That is not a follow-up. Okay. That is not a follow-up strategy. Let me know. Nobody's going to let you know. And if they do, it's, nine times out of 10, not going to be a good outcome. Okay. So I'm not going to share with you the exact follow-up strategy that I use and that I teach my clients because that needs to be reserved for those who have jumped into a coaching container with me. Okay. If you want to know what my follow-up strategy is that has helped me close thousands of dollars in sales, then join High Ticket Powerhouse. Again, this is an 18-week group coaching program designed to help you increase your income in your coaching business and get your next three high-ticket coaching clients at least, at least three high-ticket coaching clients during the program, guaranteed. We are 49 days away from the kickoff, okay? 
And some people might be thinking, that's so far away. It's really not. It's really not far away because here's the thing. You're going to probably take about two weeks off in December. And by the way, coaches, I encourage you to take take time off in December. The coaching space really goes quiet around Christmas. Okay. It really does. So you're going to take time off for Christmas. You're going to come back. Your kids are going to go back to school. And then we're going to start. Basically, people are already kind of like in the process of like shutting things down for the year. I promise it's going to go very, very quickly. January is going to be here before you know it. And the benefit of jumping in now is if you decide to do a payment plan for high ticket powerhouse, which I offer, by the way, you get to have smaller monthly payments than if you wait to join in January. Okay. So let's review today. Three mistakes that you might be making if you're getting on sales call after sales call and hearing no after no. Number one, your sales process may need to have a makeover. Number two, you may not be approaching your sales call with the right mindset, which I promise you, your potential client can feel. And number three, you may not have a rock solid follow-up strategy. So what do you do about this? Friend, go down to the show notes, click the link, watch my free training. It's called High Ticket Sales Code, okay? And you will learn in that training more about the process that I'm using, that my clients are using, and you're going to learn more about High Ticket Powerhouse. We start in 49 days. Will you be there? Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.